What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Thunkin' Philosophers podcast. This is going to be episode number four, and today we're going to be talking about gaming or video games. So today we're going to be talking about everything from the original uh, consoles when they came out, how they advanced up uh, through the years and we grew with them, to our own personal experiences with video games from when we were kids till now. And we're also going to get into some stuff, you know, Twitch, YouTube, streaming, these tournaments, making money off of it. And we're going to get into a little bit, you know, socially, how these video games impacted us and our friends and stuff. Now we're also going to talk, touch a little bit on video games and their relation to uh, violence in society. If we really believe there is or isn't any kind of connection. So sit back, guys, enjoy, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. So uh, what are you thinking, Blake? You're the resident gamer amongst us three. I'd like to think I was, but I'm not, and I I suck horribly. Brandon (laughs) is too tied up in being awesome and everything else to really jump into (laughs) gaming. And Blake, you're also good at everything, just included gaming. Oh, hey, thank you. Yeah, you're going to make me blush. Well, I mean, it's such a, like you brought up, such a broad topic. It's kind of hard to pick a place to start, I guess. But if you want to just kind of look at our board here, I guess we'd kind of go with Console Wars right off the bat. I like that. Uh, console Wars, uh, I guess we could probably just clarify right off uh, right away. Um, we're probably talking about, like, the main like AAA titles like Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony who make the Switch, which is the newest one, their Xbox, or soon to be like Project Scarlet is what they're calling it, or then there's Sony's PS4, what will eventually be the PS5. Um, This has been going on since the Xbox One and PlayStation. This has happened like way back even before Xbox happened, now I'm thinking about it, because the PlayStation was the first console that was kind of playing discs like that and uh yeah would... so what do we mean by console so well we're talking about console we're talking about a video game uh dedicated uh device that only like lets you play video games through your tv like through a separate little box that's connected to it is computer gaming considered to be a part of the console wars uh typically no you probably wouldn't say that it is because it well, maybe computer gaming does take potential customers away from console gaming. They aren't competing uh, specifically or directly with them right now. They really just compete with each other. And by compete with each other, I really only mean like Sony and Microsoft. Because at this point, Nintendo is actually, uh, their business models worked well enough for them that they cater to such a niche group of group gaming that like nowadays it's kind of hard to not say that your Nintendo Switch probably is your best option to play with like your group family in your home like with people next to you and doing it that because that's there hasn't been really games to do that with in a while because they've all transitioned towards online gaming or uh that's what I don't like about my Xbox Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I do need I need to go out and and 
it's been hard for me to justify it buying a Nintendo Switch because of like the amount of money that it costs versus how much I actually game. But I think a big part of the reason that I hardly ever game is because I don't really like the setup of the X- Xbox. I like yeah. the controller and everything and 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 that kind of stuff because I do I like to play like first person shooters and stuff mm-hmm. and I love the Xbox controller, but I like like group group gaming yeah. more. And, and that, Nintendo definitely does kind of own that niche. And that really I just agree. hits at the core of the overall like issue at play here is like how <coughs> what they're all using as their like business model. So Nintendo uses maybe more of the traditional gaming business model where you have your friends and family where it comes from where it, like its roots were which was arcade gaming. So that's probably the closest thing these days to like traditional like at its roots gaming from arcade it's like the Nintendo Switch right now and right. N- while Microsoft and Sony like went the other way it doesn't necessarily mean it was bad it's just they got a whole different group audience essentially that they cater to like they don't necessarily right. get their money from that group they just get it from solo players or online players or games that people that like to uh, get a good narrative out of a game instead of play online with people, stuff like that. Right. That's actually, you know, one of the things I find most interesting about gaming has just been that evolution over time. You know, I did a little research earlier and I found that the first gaming system uh, for commercial home use was the Brown Box in 1967, which uh, eventually was released to to the public uh, by Magnavox uh, as the Odyssey in 72. And it was like a few months before uh, Atari came out in those early days where you had like Atari and Sega and you were playing games like Pong and Donkey Kong and stuff like that. And then in the 70s, you had multiplayer games, you know, start becoming a thing. And, the, and really like the, the beginning days of the arcade games, you know, it wasn't like really until like chain restaurants came about that and they started bringing in consoles for multiplayer games the games got better and more interesting i think Mm -hmm. and people would play with each other Mm -hmm. you know like in the room um a lot more (laughs) (laughs) but then you know the video game industry kind of crashed in the 80s because it was all very stagnant there was only so many types of games out and there weren't a lot of big big players creating interesting content but that you know that really changed with our generation in the 90s when like land parties became a thing um, oh yeah which are you know local area network any gen z person who listens to this podcast probably doesn't even know what a land party is but we (laughs) all so we all used to plug our systems into each other yeah Usually with really long cables because you couldn't fit each other in the same room with the same TV. Really long network cables. One would be in the living room, the other one would be in the dining room, and then you maybe have a third group in the like formal living room. That was for me. That was the heyday of gaming, though. I loved. I I didn't. I like never played games at home, but I would go to uh, Halo parties. Mm -hmm. Every anytime (laughs) I was invited to a Halo party, I was going. You just pack a house with teenagers, you know, and snacks and soda. And plug their systems in together, you know, in different rooms, and just hang out and talk crap to each other and play oh, games. That was like, oh yeah. For, and so for me, because I always I played, you know, I really have not gamed a lot in my lifetime. 
to me, that's what gaming is about. Yeah. It's like being in a room with somebody, being able to hang out, yeah. pause the game when you want, like grab something to eat or mm -hmm. whatever, and, and you know, kind of go back to it. But like that more like social element of it. In the late 90s and early 2000s, the internet took over and everybody started playing online games. And we have online multiplayer games that are social, but it's social in a different kind of way. Yeah, you're still, like, yeah, you're alone in a room. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you're social like like Facebook's social. Yeah, it's, that's, that's a good way to put it. It's social in the way that, yeah, any kind of social media would be. And I feel like that is that has kind of ruined the experience for me. It's less, it's less personal. Yeah. And I think the internet has uh, decreased our empathy. You know, like studies have shown, oh, yeah. studies have shown like this, the last like 10 years or so, college kids have less and less empathy. And they think it has a lot to do with, with, you know, the way that people socialize with each other and because it's on, it's all online, mm -hmm. you know? I think probably because it's all, it's the internet has such a proclivity to be negative. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. uh, it, mm -hmm. It amplifies oh, no negative voices, and negative voices are the loudest. Oh, yeah. You and know? If there's anywhere that that's a great example of, it's in an online game. And when you have to listen to some <laughs> stupid kid on the like on the end of your mic, and you just can't quit listening to him, and he just sounds like a stupid little bitch. And it ruins your whole <laughs> and, game. And he is. Yeah, and you don't want to mute well, him because it's just the principle of the matter, but yeah. then at the end of the day, you're like, I should have just muted him because I don't stop playing the game. Yeah, and then <laughs> you're, you're caught Most... thinking, like, this kid is, like, railing out my mom right now. Yeah. <laughs> she's a every... kind lady. I know <laughs> you she leave... would never do that kind of a thing. Leave my God, mother out of this, you little <laughs> bastard. Like, See, you and, can just... And the thing with the it kid's is, balls first... haven't even dropped, and he's talking about railing my mom. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> hell? And at first, it's funny. You're like, oh, whatever. But then they just keep going, like vicious, mean, little, racist, perverted sharks. Yeah, that's and, a good way to put it. And they're all better yeah. than me, and they just, like, I play a lot of Call of Duty, dude, so I just get slaughtered by these, like, 12-year-old kids <laughs> who are talking crap to me. So and it, I, it, it adds insult to injury, like, he's like, oh, I just domed you, you're dead, I'm gonna go bang your mom out now. It's right. like, oh, you just killed me four times in a row. And now you're talking about banging my mom, and <laughs> I can't do anything about it because I suck. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, in in some ways, like you get it. You know, like when uh, when we were growing up, like me and my dad used to talk crap to each other when we were playing uh, F Zero, a racing game, on our my Super Nintendo. You know, we were competitive and we would talk crap to each other. Yeah, but it was. It was, it was a different yeah. kind of talking <laughs> crap. It was. It, it wasn't demeaning. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't demeaning. Uh, it wasn't impersonal. You know, yeah. and there were no slurs. Yeah, God, you talking yeah, about dude. banging your mom. No. Yeah. Any, anybody anybody who thinks that uh, yeah, and he actually was banging yeah. my mom. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't need to say it. He's like, <laughs> no, he, he he just look at you. And you already know what he was going to say. He didn't even have to say it. He's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it was, so, <laughs> it was so different, though. I understand why people think that, like, violent video games make people violent. And maybe they, they can sometimes, and they, you know, and they can decrease your empathy and stuff. But I think that those are all effects that aren't specific for gaming. No. They're yeah. more specific to the Internet. Yeah. Yeah, you know, more it's just your, what like, it does to you. Interactions with people in, in general. Yeah. That's what it is. It's so so are you saying that when people of great power in this country say that video games cause violence, that's not accurate? I would say that. 
Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. So just this year, I think, the APA, the American Psychological Association, issued a, a policy statement you know, on the topic because it became such a hot topic after the most recent... This, this will just always... It doesn't matter. We don't have to put this in context because it seems like there will always be a most recent uh, mass shooting. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, Donald Trump started talking about it again. Uh, the most recent mass shootings shootings and uh you know whether or not violent video games have had anything to do with it you know this is actually in our lifetime basically since columbine you know this has been a a common argument and one of the like most researched things in our society Mm -hmm. i think is uh violence in video games and their association with you know uh you know people who commit mass violence like uh, you know, mass shootings. There's been a ton of meta meta analysis on all of these studies, and it's pretty, pretty much conclusive that uh, that no, <laughs> violent video games do not cause uh, people to be any more violent. Um, I mean, for one, uh, if it did, we'd have a very violent society mm-hmm. because uh, for overall, 43% of of U.S. adults. Uh, say they often or sometimes play video games on a computer, TV, game console, or portable device like a cell phone, uh, and uh, you know that's and that's just people who play often. Uh, but I, you know, I think it's in the '90s, like 90% of of people of Americans um, play video games at least occasionally. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and the uh, just this year, the American Psycho- Psychological Association, the APA, uh, issued this uh, policy statement um, saying verbatim, uh, scant evidence has emerged that makes any causal or correlational connection between playing violent video games and actually committing violent activities. He went on to say that the, the data on bananas on bananas causing suicide is about as conclusive. <laughs> Literally, the n- numbers work out about the same. Like those are verbatim quotes. Uh, uh, you know, and, so, yeah. So I think, like we were saying earlier, as a society, if people become are becoming more violent or less empathetic to each other, I think it has more to do with the internet by itself. You know, just as a whole, than necess- than video games, in in and, of, oh, in and yeah. of in and of themselves. Yeah. You know. Um, oh yeah, I mean, if we were going off of that, Blake would have killed you by now. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> you you would be dead right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, even though you know, people mix up a, a little bit that you know whether or not it makes you violent and whether or not it can have negative effects like it can have negative effects it can gaming can also have positive effects it works your brain and all sorts of ways uh and that's actually how most people the types of games most people play are puzzle and strategy games actually that's the most those are the most popular genres of games but you know like gaming disorder is a thing uh it was just recently you know kind of, uh included by the uh the World Health Organization has like defined it. They characterize gaming disorder as a, a pattern of gaming behavior uh, characterized by impaired uh, control over their gaming, increasing their priority given to gaming, gaming over other activities and even like daily activities and interests, things like that. Um, 
yada yada yada. It sounds like so, typical addiction kind of issues. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's really like anybody being addicted could get to anything addicted else. to anything at that point. Yeah. People get addicted to gambling, yeah. you know, it can have really negative effects. Mm-hmm. Um Oh yeah. But I you know, especially, you know, the mass the mass shootings in this country a great deal of them have been committed by, you know, white nationalists. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh they they account for the most uh the biggest numbers. Uh, what? Know, other... I thought it. I thought it was illegal immigrants. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Mexicans. No. Nine Eleven obviously oh, obviously skews the results uh, as far as uh, you know, like Islamic terrorism or whatever. But uh, but th- but that's, that's one incident. But that's the thing is like it's it's ideology plays a huge a huge role mm-hmm. in that's in those sorts of violence. Mm-hmm. You don't just yeah. set out to kill people at random, you know, because you shot people on on call of duty yeah you know like you really need a, like an ideology yeah. to call like target to people and to, and to grow that passionate about it and all of those things you know and and then you have to access access a gun and and all you know all yeah. of those things uh i mean it, it, to, to be honest if any game has caused me to want to be violent it's a board game <laughs> yeah like Monopoly, yeah, you, probably above anything else. You take my thimble from me, and so we're gonna have issues. All right. Yeah. I don't know if we can get along like, after that. Oh look, you landed on boardwalk. You owe me five thousand dollars. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, flip the board. That's that's whatever I want to rage quit more than any video game has ever done to me, and like punch you in the face. It's like okay, here's your rent money, you damn blood shark. Jesus. You remember that old uh, Dane Cook, <laughs> Dane Cook bit? About that, Nuh-uh. it's like this is this is this is everyone. Uh, Forty-five minutes into a game of Monopoly, Psh, fuck this game. <laughs> yeah. no, exactly. Fuck I mean... you. I quit. Shut up, Nana. You cheating whore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, there have been a couple of times where I've rage quit on some video games, but nothing as hard as fucking Monopoly. Yeah. Jesus. That that has made me literally contemplate stabbing somebody in the neck. What? It's like, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah, it's pretty conclusive. Video games don't cause violence. It's it's not something that's that's closely associated enough with it that uh, for us to, you know, really consider it as a major issue. Um, no, they, I mean, if and, they've they've helped get me through a lot. Like growing up and stuff, like just wanting to get away to an escape to something that I felt like I had a little bit more control over at times was getting online and either gaming online or just by myself. <laughs> it was a good uh, stress relief when I didn't have anything else. Yeah, and even still, I if I if I can get on, you know, after the kids go to bed and my wife's to bed or whatever, and you know, I get on a game and relieve a little bit of stress that way. I said it's relieving stress. It's not causing more stress or making me want to. It's like, oh, I can kill all these people and now I can go out and kill all kinds of people in real life. It's like, no, it's not me, anyways. I mean, it's, it's helped me any more than it has hurt. Let's try and let's. I uh, want to try and switch it up a little bit. Let's. Uh, hey, how do you, Isaac, feel about microtransactions? Microtransactions. Um, like. Like what? So basically, in-game purchases. That's what that oh, is. Oh jeez. Oh god. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's what started. that is. It's some. It's it's like gambling for me. It's like, I, I try my best, depending on the game and what's going on, that 
if it's something that I can get on my own through the good old fashioned grind of the game, I'll do my best. I'll stick to that. But more and more, I find that they want those in-game purchases. Oh yeah, they want that money from you, and it's like oh yeah. I, I've refrained myself more on my console or on my PC than I have like mobile. Mm-hmm. Like I found my like oh for two dollars I could get five thousand coins. Ah, it's just two dollars, and I'll do that, and I'll just keep you know doing whatever game I'm doing. And then I find myself a couple times a week. Oh, it's just two dollars. Oh, it's just two dollars. Yeah. And then I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. This is a lot more than just two dollars I'm spending right now. Isaac, you need to calm down. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's almost like the pay to play or the pay to win. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you really want to start grinding it out and slut, you know, getting through through people and levels and shit, you need to buy this. Yeah. It's like, oh, I I shouldn't have to. Yeah, I agree with you because I uh, while I don't necessarily think microtransactions shouldn't be a thing. Like a good example would be. Assassin's Creed, the newest one, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Most of their uh, in-game purchases you can make are just things that speed up your time. So they give you like a map for all the collectible collectible shit on the map. So like so you can pick it up without having to just find it through the clues in game. Yeah. Um, But things like that, they're like just time savers. I'm okay with time savers, but as soon as you like, throw these into games that have to have a competitive nature to them, like Fortnite is a good example. Oh, Jesus, If yeah. you introduce, like, microtransactions and that, you also have to worry about, well, are you giving the people that pay money some, ex- like, advantage over the people that don't? Because if you market a game as free-to-play, like Fortnite is, technically, because yeah. you just download it and you can play it right away... But if anybody who's paying money to do it and gets, like, extra shit along the way somehow has an advantage over you, um, that's notable. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's when it starts to uh Yeah, no, fuck me. that. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, if, I mean, if it's something like <laughs> different skins or costumes or something like yeah, that, that's, that's fine. It's your prerogative, yeah, yeah whatever you want to hey, do. go for it. But, like, you give them a better gun or you, uh, you give them, like, like a speed a boost. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, is it... <laughs> like, no, that's not fair. Is it not predatory? I feel like it's very predatory. So oh, that yeah. argument has been going for a while, and in fact, in uh, in London, they already banned a lot of use of what they call loot boxes, which is, I think, uh-huh. what uh, like yeah. pe- pub game or pub gaming uh, they use. Yeah, or, PUBG, like PUBG. Yeah, but that's what I'm, after, I'm trying to think about PUBG. So they used to use loot boxes, which were a bit too similar to how you gamble with money and use a slot machine. <laughs> like, they were just a little bit too familiar with, and they uh, kind of played on that overall game mechanic of it, which people, or the governments in uh, the UK had a feeling that, like, they made the argument, this is predatory, this is giving gambling to children, and you can't yeah. do uh, So they changed it up, but And that's... a lot of, it's so easy to make those purchases, oh, a yeah. lot of kids do that. You, oh, like, yeah. I know tons of parents who have racked up whose kids have racked up like an insane amount an insane of, of purchases you wouldn't think purchases before they've even realized mm-hmm. like it just happens yeah. with you know because it's instantaneous mm-hmm. on well, stupid and, stuff <laughs> on honestly stupid in my yeah, opinion yeah. Well, a lot well, of like it. i said my, my wife's like should call me before she's like why did you spend five dollars on some on some mobile game i was like oh I didn't think you'd see that. That's why I did. <laughs> but like, like my kids, like all my, all three of my kids have a tablet, 
and we'll let them, you know, I'll play with it, mess around for, for a little bit. When they get home from school, then they'll do their homework, go to bed or whatever. Um, and with those, though, I made sure that I went in there, I checked all of their settings, blocked all kinds of content as much as I could, took YouTube off. They only have access to kids' YouTube, which is way more restricted than actual YouTube, thank God. Um, but as far as like any in-game purchases or anything through the store, I have to put in my own verification code before it goes through. Like they can go and be like, yeah, sure. I want to buy it. And then I'll bring it up. And then before they are able to click the button to purchase it, I have to put in my own code for it first. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while I'll, I'll let them be like, okay, yeah, here you can have some more. And then other times I'm like, no, sorry, dude, you got to grind it out. Like I did. (laughs) So, (laughs) but yeah, it's that, that goes a lot with the parenting too. I don't care how old the kid is. I don't care. My kids are, you know, they're little still, but I don't care if they're like 16 and if they don't have their own form of, even if they still have their own form of credit or their own bank account, I'm still going to monitor the shit out of it. Like, look, yeah. I, I, trust me, dude, I've grinded it out. I've gamed. I've spent money on it. I love video games. Look, but I get it. I. But we ain't going to spend that much money on this. Hmm. Trust me. I won't even play. I won't, if a game is really heavy on microtransactions and if the, if, Microtransactions play a factor in your ability and your to efficacy it. to yeah, play to it. Progress. I won't play it. No, I won't. I won't I, that's the very point of the thing is that most of the time in any of these free play games, like you're generally missing out on something by not paying for stuff, and that's there on yeah. purpose because obviously yeah. there has to be a business model to it. But I mean, no, you can only reach a certain I level yeah. before you just can't get it anymore, and you're like, I see. Fine. I see the reasoning when fucked. I see the reasoning when the game's free. Though yeah. I yeah. guess I get because uh, you have more opportunity. But if I, yeah. if I spent sixty bucks on a game, there's no fucking way you are pulling more money out of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just not doing oh, no. it. I'm not, not gonna. Me. I'm not gonna <laughs> drop more than sixty bucks on a game. Mm-mm. I won't do it. I play so infrequently. It's such a big investment, you know, to throw. I've bought in because I've been burned so many times. I bought like three or four or five games that I just didn't like enough to continue playing. Yeah. So I got well, like, you guys I got talk like to me and three Blake hours before you make these important financial decisions. Right? Yeah. Jesus. I got like three <laughs> hours of playing the game and I'm definitely not spending more on it. You know, I don't, okay. I, I just don't get I've been it. doing that with my steam account. It's terrible. It's so yeah. There's too many things. <laughs> See, on sale. Thankfully it's, I've it's only spent like maybe 20 bucks on my steam so far. Cause I've re- recently uh, started dabbling in the uh, PC gaming. I still love my Xbox. I'd, but, uh, I'd be ashamed to admit about how much I've spent on all my Steam account right now. Like, so my library is too big. <laughs> Maybe we should define a little bit what, uh, how much. All right, Blake, hmm. what what uh, modes of gaming do you use, mm-hmm. and how often do you use them? All right. Well, typically <laughs> these days, uh, up until last year, um, I had always used like my console, my Xbox One. Um, and my general routine was get home, eat dinner, play video games, till I pass out. So it was like... <laughs> I, in, love it. Like, I love like it. I love it. seven days a week? Five days a week? Yeah, like six, seven days a week. Um, it's a I, job. Yeah. You put it like... You, that's, no, I put more than 20 hours, 25 hours in a week, probably. Um, it's a part-time job. Yeah, it's a part-time job. You're working a part-time job on online. Yeah, and phones. since I moved to my PC, I probably played less now because I've tried to pick up... Get strong extra thumbs. stuff. See those bad uh, they're okay thumbs, thank you. 
His but, thumbs have biceps. Yes, I just saw they, they have veins. <laughs> he has very vascular Put that on thumbs. the record. <laughs> but uh, now with my PC, it's just, it's a little bit different because my PC, I have a separate connotation than just it being only my... Porn. Yeah, because it's more than just my gaming <laughs> thing now. Like, I can do other stuff on it, so I will do other things. And I've even picked up other hobbies, and now I'll do other things instead of only play video games. But even today... Probably playing the least amount of video games I've ever played in my life. I probably play at least 15 to 20 hours in a week. Um, maybe more like 12 or, or 15 on okay. like a slow week, probably. But, yeah, it's at least a couple hours every night. Um, how, how much money do you spend on games? Okay. Do, do you have a gaming budget? Uh, no, I don't, and I should. Um, so I probably... Maybe only, I've only had my PC now for a year. <laughs> I probably spent like don't we don't judge. You, you don't because I feel like we, you're gonna. I probably like, spent like we, more than five hundred dollars at least in the past. Yeah, year. see, we're your bros. We don't judge. Yeah. Holy oh, shit! No, five hundred dollars in the past year. That's yeah. uh, t- this is it's about to be September. Yeah. So. Yeah, you still got a ways to go. Months, you got to bump you those numbers up. Bucks. Yeah. You got Christmas coming up. Yeah. Uh, I know. You got to treat yourself so, then. So yeah. what do you think? You you're going to end up spending like 750 bucks yeah, or so something on like games. that, maybe like that. Probably. But it, <laughs> I should point out like since switching to this, I bought like a whole bunch of new things cuz it's like I'm brand new to PC and I wanted <laughs> to like get a bunch Save. of fun stuff. So like I might right. probably teeter off a little bit as like the years go on, but that that was just getting started, right? Yeah, that was just yeah. getting that was me, you know, think, getting so my starter army. Yeah, this is a really good sample like uh that we have here because you, that's a lot of gaming. I feel like yeah. uh, <laughs> like that you are probably in the top upper percentile, ten percent, yeah. top five percent, maybe. 10%. Uh, I, uh, if we're gonna go based on everybody else that games, I wonder. I, I'd give like a good average 10 to fifteen, maybe percent. Average time spent gaming in the U.S. In U.S. Let's see what happens here. Because I mean, there's there are guys that get paid to game for ten to twelve hours a day every day. I know. I wish I had that job. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could, Blake. I know. I could. You very well, could. The only problem is I'm not much of a streaming personality it would appear <laughs> and also too i don't play games that people enjoy watching most of the time i play a lot you of you enjoy uh, playing hello kitty like, island adventure no i play like uh narratives like i love a good narrative and a good game so like i like oh yeah see I've, I've wanted Doom. to get into that yeah yeah but that's like that's something I don't know how much people would like to watch playing because it's just you're watching a movie. Like, you might as well just look up the cutscenes <laughs> for that movie, for that game, and then watch yeah. Because I've done that before. I've spent whole days just watching movie cutscenes uh, for the entire thing because there's just really good games that make fantastic narratives out there. According to Forbes, uh, the hour, average amount of hours spent playing video games per week by eight, per week is about... This year went was up to uh, seven hours, so it's average per week. So you're above average. I'm above average, def- definitely. Okay, Isaac, how much? Uh, do I'm you probably about average then, because may- maybe about. a little bit more depending. Because I'm I'm not gonna lie, dude. I've by eight o'clock I'm ready to go to bed. I'm an, I feel like I'm getting an old man, but uh, generally the way it goes, I get up, 
go to work, come home, get the kids to bed, and they're in bed by about 7, 45, 8 o'clock. And depending on the night, especially if my wife's decided to pick up a new book to read or she's really gotten into mm. uh, Criminal Minds lately, which I've already watched multiple times, she'll sit on the bed in the room and she'll do that, and I'll come over to my, my PC and I'll start grinding it out about an hour, hour and a half a night. Grinding it out. <laughs> so... Hour and a half a night, yeah. So a little, a yeah. little over average, uh, actually. But for our age group, actually, that's about average. Uh, for uh, people twenty six to thirty five, it's actually this year it was about eight. Seven. It was eight point oh. two one hours. Oh, so a little, a little over eight hours um, per week. Uh, <laughs> it feels stupid to even. Uh, so what do you play oh. on mostly? Oh, mostly see, your see, computer. Now, now you're gonna make uh, me. Sound just as bad as Blake. No offense. <laughs> okay, so it, I started off my gaming with a Sega Genesis whenever I was like five or six. I think my parents bought it for me, and me and my dad used to get down on that all the time. And uh, go ahead. I, I always wanted to have a Sega. It was it was, Sega. it was freaking awesome, and it was. I think it meant it means more to me now, knowing that it's when my dad was in college. And my mom was barely working. So I know that it was really tight for him at the time. But they saved up the money and they bought it for me. Oh, So uh, so I had that. And actually, I still have that Sega. And then my next console, nice. I was, Jesus, maybe 10, I think. And I got a PS2. And then hmm. I had that forever. Then I got a 360. Um, I switched over to Xbox. I was, went over to the dark side, and then there was just no going back. I got the Xbox One, yeah. and it's been my best friend up until the past couple of weeks whenever I purchased this gaming PC, which I explained to my wife was, no, it's for the podcast, babe. I need it for the podcast. <laughs> and, and, and now it's I've stuck the needle in the vein, and I can't pull it out right now. Um, <laughs> do you think you're play? Are you playing more now that you're on the computer? Uh, yeah, just because I'm trying to get to where I don't suck as much. Yeah, yeah see, that's what I was. Too. But I like. Yeah. I I hated using yeah. the keyboard, and, I, and I'm right there so with Blake on it. Though I, I mean, I, I bought it. I mean, I got a hell of a deal. I got almost like seven hundred dollars off of because I got it on a sale, like the back to school event type stuff. So I I saved crazy money on it, and then. You know, I got a gaming mouse, gaming keyboard, the headset that I'm using now, and a Steam account. I've got a oh, what? What is that? For my a Origin account for for Apex. Oh yeah. Mm. What what's Steam again? I know Steam that Steam is, is really popular. What is it? It's just like the most popular uh, online gaming platform for PCs. So it's a platform. Yeah, it's essentially okay. that. They, uh, so you buy games through? Yeah, it, it's, you buy, it's like, like the store for, yeah. for Xbox. Okay. It's, okay. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I think that if I were going to do PC gaming, which I never have, that I would still use a controller. I Actually, I, I use my controller keyboards. a lot still. See? And, uh, yeah, I, I have two Xbox controllers, and I just use one specifically only connected to my uh, PC. And I use it for about half of my and, games and on my PC. The rest of them I my, can use uh, One keyboard. of my buddies that I work with is a huge gamer. I mean, like, like uh, way above average. Like, way more than Blake Games. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> he, we were talking about it the other day at work, and, and what he told me was it's basically 
keeping your uh, your training wheels on your bike. He's like, if you're going to PC mm-hmm. game, then you need to man up at PC game and use a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, he's like, it's so much and easier. Keyboard, and I was yeah. like, it's... It, I'm like, well, until it, we get used to it, me and you are so used to oh, no, having is. everything right here that going yeah, from this right to here, this, it's easy. You know what to it's do. It's so difficult. Yeah. Like I am having such a hard time with it, but I I, used I think to it matters the types of games yeah. that you're playing oh, yeah. too. Yeah, because no, yeah, I play first-person shooters mostly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, so I so I like to be able to like I need to be in the first person and control the. The, Your point of view easily. the point of view easily yeah. and be able to move in different yeah. directions mm-hmm. you know to see what's going on and uh plus well i would have to get a way better chair <laughs> i think yeah. too like yeah. i couldn't I, I would need for me to pc game i would need to use a, a controller and i would need a way more comfortable chair because like because i'm used to playing in my Oh, I would love to see that recliner. You can really grind. Like, yeah, that's. uh, I have those gamer chairs, but I don't really use them. Yeah, Uh, that's a lot of the reason I don't play as much as I used to because I don't play in my chair anymore. I play in my office chair in front of my computer, and it's it's a lot different. And when you get to our age, you know, (laughs) you you want to need good lumbar support at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like if I buy a motorcycle right now, I'm not gonna buy a crotch rocket because no. I'm too old for a crotch <laughs> no, rocket. I need, I need something comfy. Yeah. I need, you know, That's I need to be support. able to kick back. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's just the stage of life that we're in, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm tell- telling you though, if you do dive even... into the whole gaming PC though, I mean, it's, I have noticed as the more I play, I can see how people are a lot better with the mouse it's point and click i mean once you can yeah, get that, right. that the twitching down on it I mean, it's so much easier oh, yeah. than with the controller you just you move right to yeah. where the head is and but you just, it's, you can it's know getting it to that point be. but once yeah. you're there it's night and day <laughs> change it's so much easier but right. it's uh-huh. getting to that point uh-huh. that's proving very difficult for me well if you need, if the game that you need requires a lot more inputs it makes sense to have it on a keyboard mm-hmm. where you yeah. can you have all the keys access, to, be able yeah. to, to be able to use. It's Whereas interesting. on a controller, you're limited with your buttons. Exactly, you know? yeah. I found out, though, uh, right after I got my PC and I was I had started play... Um, gosh, I cannot Hello remember Kitty what Island it was, Adventure. But it had an online, it had an online element to it, and it had to ask you, are you going to use a mouse or are you going to use your controller? Because if you weren't, then it wanted to put you in the right multiplayer setting, because otherwise... Anybody that has a mouse over you yeah. is going to have your advantage. They're going to you wreck your face. Because mm-hmm. they really do. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time. No problem. Every, no, no issue. So, you know, one of the things that I think is really interesting that's happened really recently is is uh, multi-platform games. Yeah. Uh, so, but I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and I don't really know much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, people say that, you know, the, a big reason not to have, especially like first-person shooter games like Call of Duty and stuff, and be multi-platform. Uh, multi-platform is because of the that. PC gamers would have a, a significant a huge advantage. Av- advantage. Yeah. Um, it's like it's a it's almost a full second of an advantage and, and, and reaction time. Is uh, it all so the reaction time? Does it have more to do with the technology or the interface? No, it's yeah. It's a bit of both, um, but mostly it's the interface of that. I guess that would say could the you, interface has the advantage. Could you situation. not 
so can you can you play with a, a mouse and a keypad through an Xbox? You cannot. Actually, wait. I know that I can connect a keyboard. You can connect a keyboard. To, I know that much. To I the haven't. device. So technically, you could because an Xbox isn't anything more than a bunch of computer components, and it could technically. If you're gonna have go, mouse, are most like gaming keyboards and the mice aren't aren't uh, line in, right? Because technically, the technology is faster if it's yeah. line in. Yes, that's true. So if you if you're actually plugged into the device, but like my keyboard and mouse are wireless mm-hmm. so I feel like that would be the same as if anything be because they're separate devices that should be that should cause more problems than just having a just a controller that's wireless mm-hmm. because you don't have you know multiple inputs that have their own connections going to uh, you know and, and less connections to the device is going to apply more bandwidth mm-hmm. you know it's just that uh, even with a wireless mouse, it can still have an advantage over a uh, uh, controller, just because just your ability to move around. Yeah, you can move it so much more quickly. You can uh, jump from one sense. corner of your yeah. screen to the other in a second, but you actually have to drag your whole cursor across the screen if you're using a controller. Like right. that's what has to happen, and you just you well, don't yeah, have and, to and do you that see some of these sometimes. guys who are professionals doing it, and it, about, it's just oh, insane. I, like, I know. Are, are you familiar with Shroud, Blake? No, okay, I'm familiar. the guy's yeah. a freaking god. Just, uh, like it's insane it. how good this guy is, and the thought mm-hmm. of me being on my Xbox. Okay, the thought of me running into him that's gonna, on PC that's in be a general quote that we have from me. our podcast, by the way. But mm-hmm. the thought of me being on my Xbox, <laughs> and then like I seeing that name on, on the screen, it's like okay, I'm just gonna quit. Like it, I as well. Yeah, unreal. I mean, real. I also want to see what it's like to lose. Yeah. <laughs> just, just FYI, whenever I release this, when we release this episode, I'm gonna release a, a like at least a post uh, with the quote "Shroud is a god." Yeah. <laughs> Isaac Flores. It's okay because he agrees with me. I'm pretty sure he said that a couple of times. <laughs> okay, so uh, we at this point, you know, we kind of summed up how much. Blake and Isaac play and where you guys kind of fall on the average we're all in the same age group you know again the average video game playing per week uh, for our age group is about is a little over eight hours it seems stupid to even break it up by week for me Mm -hmm. because I probably play two hours per month per month maybe Like in a whole given month, huh? In a whole given month. <laughs> and there are definitely months where it's okay, way so less. That, that's yeah. mainly yeah. with um, me all, huh? at like 10 o'clock at night <laughs> on Grand Theft Auto, right? <laughs> yeah, so I pretty much play exclusively on my Xbox One. And I play Call of Duty or I play GTA Five, And that's pretty much it right now. Like, I, it, you know, growing... Growing up, I never gamed much either. I was always outside when I was a kid, playing sports, or mostly playing sports. Uh, I, you know, my first game system was a Super Nintendo that I still have. Uh, you know, playing Donkey Kong and whatnot. Uh, then I got a PlayStation and a PlayStation Two, and in those days, I played a lot of racing games. Uh, like Need for Speed, those kind of games, and 
Oh, I, rock I was, band. I was waiting burnt. for you to get to that and, point. Yeah, rock band and guitar hero. Yeah, in high school we did play a lot of uh, rock. I uh, played rock band or guitar hero mostly when I was at hey, friends' houses you, though. You, you, uh, you did Isaac. get your own drum set, and you you, you did get. Very, I did. Very I did. Good. I it hardly got yeah, played say, though. You, no, you you got really good with the drums, bud. Don't don't downplay it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did get that. I, I liked uh, that game. I loved a lot because I'm a, a, as a musician. You know, I play guitar. I play guitar, and I've ha- I have several guitars and I've played bass Funky. Um, but drums are a huge investment mm-hmm. to actually buy you know oh yeah Blake, Blake's a drummer he, yeah. he was a drummer in it's this whole separate little investment yeah. oh dude and you have to have space yeah. and it's loud yeah and, and uh, nice, you know, know it's a where you're gonna be able to play thing. yeah <laughs> but but uh guitar uh well guitar hero had drums too um no. but they weren't as good uh but the rock band drums super cheap came with the console and it was that it, that that was the one instrument that in singing I feel like uh, actually um, transfer mm-hmm. you know from but uh, as far as guitar playing I, I would get so frustrated when I played a uh, a song on Guitar Hero <laughs> that I knew on a physical guitar yeah. but I could not play it, it, it was Hero. bad yeah. I remember, I'd be like okay let me let me just do it for you. <laughs> I'm like I'm never gonna get I'm never gonna get past it. See, and, and, and it was not the same. A, a buddy of ours in high school, shout out to Dom, <laughs> that was literally oh, yeah. ranked in the world on several songs on Rock Band. Oh, he was a he was a phenom. It's insane. Yeah, definitely. Love that guy. Good guy, Dom. Uh, I was always trying to pressure him into buying actual drums so that we could <laughs> so we could form a band, but he just wanted to play the game. Oh, I mean, he uh, he was which, uh, freaking to amazing each, at to it. To each their so. own, I guess. Uh, yeah, so I had the PS2. Uh, actually, I didn't take that with me though when really? I moved. I left that all in New Mexico, and then I didn't have a game console for like uh, probably like two years, three years, when I first moved out here. Um, and then I bought secondhand an Xbox 360, and I fell in love with the oh, yeah. controller. Uh, like I, I think I like PlayStation, Sony, PlayStation as a like better as a company probably mm-hmm. than Microsoft. Not right honestly, um, Spider Man. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I like that. Uh, what what I've heard about the the online setup, like what's the PlayStation version? PS5. Um, oh, of like oh, Xbox Live. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> I, like that was like free and stuff, and I I thought that was cool. But uh, but I fell in love with the controllers of the Xbox. Like it's just way more comfortable and felt more natural. It's a little more ergonomic. Yeah, yeah and I got I played the only like I like I've only even played through a couple of, like franchises. Like I played a lot of the uh, Assassin's Creed games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love those games. And then, uh, and then, other than that, pretty much just Call of Duty. Uh, I like the first-person shooters, and I like having the ability to sh- to play yeah. split screen. Um, so, like me and Jordan used to play a lot. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's fun. Like when my when my family came down a couple months ago, uh, my ten-year-old brother and my six-year-old brother were here, and we were playing. Uh, we played Call of Duty together. You know, it's and like I, that's the kind of experience that I prefer. You know, yeah. it's like ba- almost harkening hark- back to those like land party days and, they were and so stuff. Epic. You know, is uh, like yeah. Um, 
and there's not a lot of games left no, that you can see, do that with. That sucks, because, uh, like you said before, like, I remember hanging out with, you know, a whole group of our friends in high school, and it's like, sends out a mass text, and we go to someone's house, and it's like, all right, I'll bring my Xbox, Brandon's got his TV, you know, you know, Tyler's got his Xbox and a TV, and Caleb's got his Xbox and a TV, and we'll leave it to, like, two of our tech guys to, like, wire them all together. Well, somebody orders the pizza and like yeah. hey, Brandon runs to the store to grab sodas, and it's like it was an entire thing, and it, it was, was like amazing. an event. We just don't do that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, which you know, I guess the online online playing and stuff, I guess works for works better with adult life, I guess. Yeah, because you can't always go to somebody's house. Yeah, you know, uh, you got the kids to it, watch yeah. and everything, you know. So I, I get that, but it's just uh, kind of ruins the, the immersion for me. I don't know. Yeah, that's what made it for me too. That's why I do think that like that I would enjoy the Nint- the Nintendo Switch more because that is a lot more yeah um, group oriented. Group oriented. Yeah, yeah. It's really good yeah. for like having like four or five people. Definitely. No, I I truly to be honest with you, I have like a huge crush for how fantastic uh, Nintendo's business model is. Like, they picked a genre of games, and they, like, wanted to, like, devote everything about their product towards that. So, like, everything about all of their marketing, all of their games, and even their, like, merchandising and all of their actual hardware facilitates you to, like, involve people. Good on you, Nintendo. Like, they're... Yeah, yeah. A Switch, though, is, like, just a thing you can pick up and take to another place, and all you have to do is put it in a dock that someone else has at their home. And you can play with other people. You can bring multiple yeah. of them together, and you can all play together. You can put multiple switches together. Yeah, that's you can link rad. Them on the same network, and you can all play. Um, like everything about what I mean, they they're, do they're facilitates the what they want to like go towards. Essentially, they're the same ones who came out with the Game Boy, and that yeah. was like, that was like a very niche thing that I, I never had a Game Boy in yeah. it. But uh, but like I feel like that's excellent. Idea. If there's any future for console gaming. In it at all, in like dedicated console gaming, I'm talking about a thing that you have in your home that you use specifically to play video games, or maybe something else every now and then. But its main yeah. purpose would be that. So, like, if we're talking about that, I would probably argue already that the Nintendo Switch has beat everybody. Oh, it already has me. that niche. It's already there. Yeah, because you look at my, I don't use my Xbox these days for anything <laughs> other than Netflix or like a couple of things. I don't actually play games on it anymore. That's a, I do get a I get a lot of use out of my Xbox. It's yeah. like that that device my Xbox combined with the TV obviously are definitely the most used like appliances or yeah. whatever in my house. But it's funny that But it's for streaming. It's, it's yeah. for streaming. Like I have yeah. like one of the things I use most often in my home technology-wise is a game device that I don't actually use to <laughs> game anything on. Like yeah. I so, wonder how that's not the, that wouldn't be common for older people who who Still have normal like de- like satellite TV, and yeah, cable right. and stuff. Like uh-huh. that. Dedicated Maybe. separate devices, yeah. But I like if we wanted to talk about like where the direction of gaming is going in general, like you could probably argue that it's consoles like an X, like Microsoft's business plan or Sony's business plan are going more and more in the direction of just like oh uh, yeah TV. Well, box. I mean, there's already Something, talks about yeah. these consoles going to Definitely. being discless. So, yeah, exactly. Which, mm-hmm. So you don't even really own yeah, your games. Which I mean, you just it kind of bothers me them. because, yeah. I, God forbid, something happen 
like with my PlayStation, you know, God mm-hmm. forbid that it just like craps on me. Then I just get a new PlayStation, yeah, and, or my PlayStation Two, and I still got all my games. They're fine. And then, but it's yeah. all together on one thing, and it. And I have thought about it. It makes me incredibly nervous. The thought of them shitting the bed, and then I lose everything. You should. You should be well. So there's two ways of looking at that, though. Yeah. Um. So one is like the most important thing is where yeah, is it yeah, being and that, stored. That's and what I was just thinking. It's, I mean, yes. right. So yes. if it's on the cloud and it's which, that's kind of one. One option that I really don't like is that. I don't like subscription-based gaming. I want to pay you once, and I want to play the game. I want to have it. I get yeah. the idea of like being able to upgrade games and update them and whatever. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to. I don't but I don't want to have to pay to subscribe to a game to, to play it. Uh, but if you're doing that, then it doesn't really matter. If your hardware yeah. fails, it's stored well, it's like on the cloud. like my Microsoft account. If it does well, happen, then I just log in on a different Xbox, and then it back. So Yeah. But still, I'd rather not have to worry about it. But what you can also always do is, and what I would like to see more of is, like, well, and they, they just need to, we have all the technology, but mm-hmm. we just need to make it a little more user-friendly mm-hmm. to be able to, like, purchase game, diskless, and download it onto an external hard drive that's saving it on your network off of your computer. Yeah. And then you can access it. And you could and you could download backups like you could ha- you could save it onto your plot onto okay. your onto, onto any of your devices. I see. So you should be able to download it like a file that you can transfer from your Xbox to, to a your place, which you, know, you should be able to, to access computer, offline if you had and to. access it in any form that you need. Yeah. Uh-huh. And read the file. You're with, right. In whatever way you need to. Because mm-hmm. as it is right now, they have half of that Cause, set up. Because you can you do can, that with movies. Yeah, you can access now. Like I could log into your Xbox and I can play games that I've downloaded, like from the Xbox Marketplace. I couldn't play a game on your Xbox right now through my uh, profile yes. from a game that was on a disc that I downloaded. Yeah. So like I have so, Titanfall two actually downloaded on your Xbox when I stayed <laughs> here and I would babysit your dogs. Right. <laughs> but ma- I couldn't do that for a different game. Imagine, I- imagine if you downloaded it with, like, the compatibility features for any for any platform, too. So you like imagine. So not only are you eliminating the disc, but you're downloading a file that you can then read yeah. or that you can read on, you know, your computer mm-hmm. or on your Xbox or on your phone. Yeah. And play it. In any of those forms, yeah. with anybody else who has the game, and you download it once, and then you back it up the same way you back up your files on your computer with an external hard drive, hard drive that's like, and you share it on your private network, is so you can access it on any of your, any of your devices. How like just easy and simplistic does that make it? Then then you can play it in whatever way you prefer, oh. and wherever you prefer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'd be like in a perfect world, I would be able to buy something on my PC and then sit yeah. down in my chair in front of my TV and play it on that uh, without any kind of streaming issue. Or I would just kind of connect the two of the things. Like, Imagine being able to play, be playing a game in your living room uh, on your TV, right? And then uh, pause it, save. And say, okay, we're going to go to bed. Okay, well, let's go to bed. Go to your bedroom and pick it back up right there on your on, on your, extra screen. on your TV 
and there, and and, uh, and just and just continue it. And then you're like, okay, well the TV's keeping your keeping your wife or your girlfriend up, right? So you turn off the TV, and pick it back up on your phone, and you play it there, and play it there, and no. continue the game. Mm-hmm. How amazing would that experience be? You could have it any way you want. You know, I don't see why you can't, why you shouldn't be able to do that. It's funny because I think we will. That's actually the uh, direction that Microsoft has been trying to go for the past more than a decade at this point. Ever since they introduced the Xbox 360, they have been trying to go more and more towards the direction How? of being a multifaceted uh, multimedia like thing that you use for all purposes and you have access to in every way. How, how close are we? We're actually not all that far off at this point. Um, their Project Scarlet, which is Microsoft's new Xbox One, essentially their Xbox or Two, Scarlet. if you want to call it that, whatever. Mm. Uh, that, yeah, it's it's supposed to be, I believe, also discless. Um, so it's an entirely streaming device where you only buy your game and you download it to your Xbox profile, which you can then access at any point at any other place on any other device that has access to or is able to use one of Microsoft's apps. So, but you're accessing it through their app. Yes. Uh, so it's not downloaded so it's not to your device. No, uh, it's something that's just logged in to your profile, which is just streamed from their okay. server to your device that you're using at that time. So you have to have their a prof an active profile and be subscribed to use it? So that is up in the air at this point. They want, as most uh, new developers these days, or game developers I should say, uh, they are trying to go in the direction of subscription services because of the simple fact that subscription gaming and free-to-play gaming with microtransactions actually gives the producers more money than the traditional AAA titles where you sell something for 60 bucks. The developer gets a point of that, the distributor gets a point of that, and the marketers get a point of that. Like at the end of the day though, like it's just it's a simple matter of capitalism. They're probably but gonna pick one versus see, the other. That pushes people like me out. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's why we think or I think I guess I should say that uh other game developers are going to step it up in the areas that that's going to be lacking. Like already, yeah. like we pointed out before, Nintendo has with the Switch. So they've right. already figured out that both Sony and Microsoft, the only other two big players in the whole console gaming industry, are going that other direction. They're moving further and further away from the group-oriented gaming thing that was that came from arcade gaming. Uh, so they figured, well, we'll just you know build our whole entire business model off of that, which is what Nintendo Switch has done. I can't see why uh, future uh, console developers wouldn't want to hop on that too because that's a whole market in itself that's missing something now Uh, but it could also be the case that Nintendo gains the monopoly on that because that's not unheard of either so it's uh, it's hard to say where that whole future would go with you You know know, that particular genre of gaming I guess you know what's interesting about that about monopolies is that effectively uh, like for the end user, like a monopoly is the same thing as like it's it's this the same dynamic as you know what people fear or you know well I guess what what cop- communism is mm-hmm. you know is like having one platform 
for accomplishing everything within you know you know certain aspects of society mm-hmm. or whatever uh so like if you if you know and and we we only have it's a pretty small number of companies that um they control the entire entertainment industry basically yeah, all of all of it you know yeah. like from like the ways that you watch tv you know like you have a handful of tv companies you have a handful of providers of streamed media or or well, just media in general you mm-hmm. know ranging from movies to tv shows to video games and then there's a small number that handle all those things, you know, and as we let, like, companies like Microsoft or, you know, whoever uh, gain total control of those things, it really locks you into a user experience, mm-hmm. you know. And it's nice to have sort of one user experience where, you like, you're always comfortable, you always know how to work things and 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 it's generally pretty quick and easy you know but you potentially miss out on a lot of things yeah like you know forms of media and 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 like you know things like controllers and and, and stuff like that because I, I, th- I think you're right I like a lot of the things that Microsoft seems to be doing from that user perspective it, I mean and it's it's funny because I, I I appreciate it because I'm a Mac guy, mm-hmm. and I, I've had I've been using Apple products for like 20 years, and uh, I love the user interface, you know, the in that the user experience from that you know in that way, but I miss out on a lot of the like performance standpoints and stuff, and, my, and yeah. because of that, I miss out on a lot of the gaming stuff, mm-hmm. because you know you guys talk about the on the computer gaming. Um, I can't do a lot of that stuff on my Mac. Uh, yeah, like ju- the, just right. the games just aren't, the aren't available. Yeah, just they aren't available to actually use on this computer. So I would have to buy a separate computer to be able to uh, play those games. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to justify because I spent so much money on my Mac because they're so expensive. Yeah. But I, when I buy a Mac, I know exactly what I'm gonna get out of the user experience, and it's easy to use. I don't have to be you know, like an expert on any of it. Mm-hmm. And I know that, it, like, with Apple products, everything works well together. When you're in an ecosystem like that, like yeah. a really tight-knit uh, techno- technological ecosystem, the computer that I just got, and even with my lame, lame-ass laptop that I had, it's all Microsoft. Like, I push a button right now, and I can see... Who's mm-hmm. playing yeah. on their Xbox One right now? Who's online? And I can message them from my computer, and it shows that I'm online. Like earlier, whenever I was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. what was I playing earlier? I don't know. I was playing something earlier. But anyways, I brought up the gaming menu through my computer, and it showed me online playing such and such, and that's what everybody else would see too. And I can communicate back and forth with guys that are on their Xbox, but it's all through Microsoft. Exactly. Right. We've reached a point where I can control my Xbox with. Uh-huh. I can control my Xbox with my Amazon Echo, mm-hmm. and I can control it with my iPhone, with an app. The future I want to see, and uh, is more of a, an open source capitalistic 
situation mm -hmm. where there's a lot more players and a lot more competitors, but all of the technology is more open source mm -hmm. and can be made it to fill in the gaps and connect things to each other. Yeah. I want to see a more interconnected open source future where, where we're not paying for uh, licenses. I don't want, I don't I like, and that's why I think politics and economics have a lot to do with the gaming in industry in those ways. You know, it's who's controlling the licensing and the intellectual property and how is the money being made and accumulated and, and, and how are those rights attached to people, you know, uh, will, will play a big factor in how the technology ends up shaking out mm -hmm. and whether or not you end up with one sort of like interface one like whether or not you're playing more of your games with a keyboard or a controller mm -hmm. and what devices you're able to play it on and everything you know I, yeah and i suck at both <laughs> <laughs> but I, but i think that i think that'd be really cool like i like a lot how some of those freemium games what is it fortnite yeah, you can play with people on their cell phone, and maybe yeah, they're, well, maybe and they're not as good. Maybe there's ways to like even those things out. Maybe five uh, G will change that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's the whole cross-platform stuff that's going on now, and I, I, I haven't, or I just haven't realized I had. But you know, cross-platform, and they're gonna start doing it. I mean, Halo's coming to PC. What like in a month? Yeah, two months. Soon here now. So really? yeah, that's I'm gonna really happen excited. for me. <laughs> I, I just have to find a way of sneaking that around my wife, because um, <laughs> I already got. I mean, it's the Master Chief Collection, which I've already got for my Xbox. Yeah, I but got too. you know, you can play like you said, it's cross-platform. You can play with anybody now, which is great. But then we get back into the whole. Well, you know, is PC gonna have that advantage? Mm -hmm. But honestly, I, I don't know if it's really gonna bother me that much about it, as long as we're playing. I suck anyways. <laughs> So, yeah, I bet you that they're probably going to do something just like they have to do with other games with cross-platform, like ask you, are you playing with the controller? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you're playing you're playing against walking targets, so it's, yeah. it's not going to matter. You're going to own him anyways. So, uh, but I mean, it's it's all it's all good time. It's all good good fun. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm I'm really excited to see what the future has for us, as far as the gaming goes. Um, the gaming, <laughs> um, I'm excited to see what Microsoft does in particular for it. Uh, just because it's always been my thing, I, I'm excited to pick up the whole PC stuff. And I, like I was telling Brandon earlier before, uh, we we've had a couple conversations before Blake got here was. You know, I, I like, it's crazy from like 2012, 2013, how the whole, um, like streaming gamers, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm playing video games. I'm assuming there's going to be people out there that want to see what I'm, uh, playing and then they put it on the internet and now they're making money out of it. And now there's tournaments, you know, that kid just won six or the 16 year old kid just won $3 million from Fortnite. Which is crazy. I mean, that's awesome. Go, you know, go for you, bud. But it's it's crazy to think that there are people that literally play hours and hours, ten to twelve hours a day, and are making money from it. Just like pure donations too. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's guys that are playing 
you know, streaming their games, just playing, owning, wrecking people who don't even do tournaments anymore. Yeah. But they're making money and all these donations from people who enjoy watching them play. I mean, it's it's crazy to see where this market's gone as far as that goes. For me, anyways. I mean, it's it's insane. I, I've got several uh, streamers that I, I prefer to watch. You know, YouTube and, and, you know, there's the whole... There's Discord and Twitch and everything that I like to follow them on there and watch them. Do you watch streaming? Yeah, I sure. will every now and then. It's fun to watch, like, trick player Like, trick shots. Um, so, people that are, like... Those have react like crazy reaction times. So I might not watch general streaming of just some guy playing on his normal day, but I do watch like YouTube clips of like fantastic trick shots, like no scope sniper shots all the Dude, time. But, like, but yeah. you're not watching them live. You're no, watching them. Typically, I don't watch a them recording. Live. Yeah. You watch them live, right? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> I've I've yeah. never watched anybody play live. That see, and, and the problems that me, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they've they've gotten better about like stream snipe stream snipers. Like, I'm watching this guy play live. I'm gonna log in and find out where he is and go kill him. And it's like, I mean, they've gotten better with well, like taking off terrifying. their mask. Well, that's terrifying. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> People do it, this? It, kill him in the game. Kill him in the game. <laughs> that actually killed him. Let's make that clear. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... And they've gotten better about, like, taking their maps off of their screens and stuff whenever they're they're streaming and stuff with that. But, like, I, I think the, the guys that I generally prefer to watch, you know, I was like, there's Datto and Blue Westlow, uh, Mr. Fruit. And hilarious. I mean, my 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 more whenever I'm watching guys play those games is they do a lot of like RPing and playing a game and they, they like really get into it and it's yeah like, I, I, I do it more for the hilarious yeah. antics that they get into as opposed to them actually like grinding out. It's like oh look, I just got you know a 50 game kill streak. It's like that's cool, but I want to laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like make it funny. I mean, I think it's really just the same as any other YouTuber, any other streamer in general. Is like you're not watching it always really for the content, or if you're watching it for the content at all at that point, you're watching oh, yeah. it for that personality, that guy that you're yeah. watching. It, yeah, it's all for it the content. You know, so I mean, in that way, it's it's legitimate entertainment. Yeah, it is yeah. legitimate. Entertainment. Oh, dude, that, that's right. you know those guys, Robbie V, based off just the person though, not getting, the content, I guess. Like, and he's a streamer that. He's known as the Salt Lord because I relate to him a lot. He gets really, really pissed off and screams. And it's like, hey, this is realistic. <laughs> like, I get it. I, I, <laughs> I completely understand your anger right now. I, I mean, they don't make me want to go kill anybody, but I'm right there with you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I get that. Just to me, though, like the visual perspective, oh, well, I don't know. It's like, why do I care? When when they show their like facial reaction or they have the little corner of the screen that's that yeah. you know it's like why do I care like you're just sitting in front of a TV like I've seen somebody stand sit in front of a TV before mm-hmm. it's just because you're a I, hater I Brandon <laughs> I I mean I guess like we can take a break if you want yeah go ahead right. you want to take a break <laughs> yeah yeah we can for a second are you cool yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, I kind of need to piss too. We've been drinking these beers. Well, you've been drinking too. You haven't needed to piss, or have you? Oh, uh, I I pissed up the last break. Okay. Uh, you're gonna go ahead and, and stop my recording real quick. Uh, yeah, me too. Then. Uh, okay. Sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how about this one? Uh, 
McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey Lincoln ads written by AI. <laughs> written by AI. <laughs> this is actually going to be pretty cool. <laughs> oh, come on. Give me the script. Where is it? Is he like... I was listening to one of our Zeanderthals podcasts the other day, and I remember I was listening to it, I was like, man, this is some good stuff. And then my part came on, and I'm talking, Damn it. and no shit, like, real talk, the only thing I could think was, shut the fuck up, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think that, like, a million, you, well, for one, I listen to these episodes a lot more than anybody else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the whole time, I'm just like, God, Brandon, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that first that first episode that we did, I said, you know, like 50 million times. I, try, I cut it out like a million times, and there's still like a million and, and a half. It's, uh, I, so I so even... that, that one star that we got on like Google Play was because of you? You gave us yeah. our one star, you bastard. <laughs> Well, no, I don't listen to them after they're po- Actually, I have still listened to them after they were posted a lot. Uh, we, well, with the Zeanderthals, I was having a lot of problems with uh, getting the the volume loud enough. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it You're was like, rough. Shut the fuck up, man. You're like, you know what? Fuck these guys. Fuck all three of these guys. I don't want to listen to this shit. Like, oh, wait, that was me. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go back to, to actually move forward. <laughs> no, get up close to the microphone and read it out. Yeah, like that ASMR shit, like okay, real close. Right, right. Okay. Shh. Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean going back to reminisce or chase ghosts. I mean going back to go back to where you came. <laughs> where you've been, how you got there, see where you're going. I know you. There are those who say you just can't go back. Yes, you can. Just. To have to look in the right place. <laughs> oh, I'm oh. so aroused. <laughs> I, wa- I want to try. I want to try. Hold Go on. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hop on the bandwagon. I've been driving a Lincoln. That, that sounded like Western. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been driving Lincoln since before it was cool. <laughs> but then again. I've always been cool. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, I got a couple you, of lady hey, killers. Jesus. Hey, you. You drive a Lincoln? No? Nah? Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> yeah, my voice is just too high-pitched for that. <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> I think I can do a nice, like, sultry voice, you know? But, uh, oh, yeah. but my normal voice is not anywhere near that. No, like, it's not the same even thing close. Where I listen to my body cam, like, footage. <laughs> it's like on a routine traffic stop or something. I'm like listening it back. I'm like, I'm such a douchebag. Like, <laughs> and I hate the way my voice sounds. Like, I really wish, like, my voice all the time was my radio voice. Like, whenever I get on to tell Dispatch where I'm at or something, it's like, Carlsbad. <laughs> I'm at the high school. It's like so much cooler than. I thought you were saying like radio voice as in like announcer man voice. Like, and tonight we have. Yeah. <laughs> or or the, the whole movie thing is like, coming this summer. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is That's pretty good. little tortilla voice. Right. <laughs> Boys. Um, Boy. So, uh, 
what's his name? He played uh, Topher Grace. Yeah. Topher Grace, who played uh, Eric on that 70s show, mm-hmm. has a podcast. Um, and they they did an ep- It's Minor Adventures with Topher Grace. Uh-huh. And every episode, they go on like a 30 minute vi- adventure where he has like another celebrity or something uh, go on the show with him and they do some random thing. Mm-hmm. And one of them, they. they uh, they brought in a guy who's like the guy. He does all of the voiceovers for movie trailers. Yeah, he's the at, oh. in a in a world where he's <laughs> yeah. the in a world guy. And it was and then he taught them how to do vo- movie trailer voiceovers. <laughs> and that seems like the coolest job ever. <laughs> I would so love. Uh, or I always wanted to be like David Attenborough and like do like just voiceovers in yeah, general, just nature documentaries. You know? <laughs> I would do like a, like a, you know outer space like D- Discovery Channel kind of stuff. Yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, just just <laughs> in a world where in climate world. change has killed all the penguins. <laughs> oh God! Where will you stand? <laughs> it, it, it's time to pick a side. Which side will you stand on? <laughs> Are you for the penguins or against the penguins? Find you out, bastard. It's- yeah, find out this Sunday. Monster <laughs> Truck Rally. Find out what happens the day after tomorrow. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. I was going to say, you have to do... October. You have to do the, the echo. Monster Truck Rally. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Back to gaming. Oh, yeah. That would be the coolest yeah, thing. That's what we were talking about. Oh, I think that's what we were talking about. <laughs> Where do we see the uh, the video game industry going in the next ten years or so? Uh, do you think mobile is going to continue to to take as much market share as it as it as it has in the past ten years? See, that's a that's a good question. For like, I don't know if um, any of the more gen- general like console gaming companies are going to have some kind of new business plan to tackle that. Like, <sighs> If they want to like either introduce more games that are generally free to play with more microtransactions, I can see them competing, and I can see them maybe even overtaking most mobile games. But well, and that's that's one thing that you know, PS, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC can come together and say that mobile gaming <laughs> they're not really fans of. They get made fun of a lot, mm-hmm. even though I have several mobile games. So mobile gaming, you know really only became a thing after like 2007 mm-hmm. uh, when app stores became a thing yeah uh, smartphones and app stores but in the last 10 years mobile gaming has taken up taken off and we're about to see a huge injection of of that sort of data traffic because of self-driving cars and and uber so here's the thing that happened mm-hmm. is automation u- uber happened and now all of a sudden you you're getting a ride somewhere instead of driving somewhere, and uh, and so what do you what what can you do? Maybe you're on your, on your phone. You're on your phone in general on yeah. social media or whatever. Yeah. I think social media is kind of starting to dip down a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of like market share. But now as self-driving cars start rolling out, people are going to be on their phones and they're going to be playing games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see that easy. Yeah, definitely. When cars start driving themselves. You're gonna get a lot more mobile gaming happening, mm-hmm. just in general. I already, well, actually, 
um, especially this time of year, whenever football kicks up, I get a lot more into the new the new uh, mobile Madden game will come out, and yeah. I play a lot of Madden on on my phone. That's about the only game I really do play See, nowadays. And, and like um, speaking of that, like it makes me miss the NCAA college football game. Mm. Oh Jesus, that was such a great game, which <laughs> I I still have on my 360 because I got my my Xbox One in the living room for. Netflix, like we've discussed already, but I've got my 360 in my room for that purpose also. But right. I'm in like season, it's like 2030, 2035 right. of NCAA 2014, just because they stopped making it. Oh, that's a good right. game. Sorry, random tangent. Great game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, as when cars when cars are driving themselves. Mobile gaming is going to get way bigger. Oh, yeah. Yeah? See, yeah, I bigger. never thought about that before. That's That makes a that lot either, of freaking sense. But you're sense. totally right, because as soon as people start to have more time on their hands, like it's, it's going to be one of a few things that you do well, on your phone. Like, and that's why that's the same reason that like podcasts are taking off, is you know because you know people people drive so much. and oh, well, So I think podcasts will actually take a hit from that because... Fuck, I hope not. Because... Anyway. <laughs> well, like for me personally, I listen to a lot of pad- podcasts, but I primarily listen to podcasts on my commute. Yeah, um, I'm probably the and same way. because you're driving. Yeah, and you can't do like you can't visually look at the thing. Yeah, yeah. So you just have to um, so you're to limited yeah. in that way. But I, that's why I love podcasts for that. But as the as the gig economy t- takes off more and. I really think more people are going to start working from home. I have a job right now that I drive to every day, 30 minutes, but I could 100% do from home. Um, and I think that more people will be soon, uh, you know, with everything just being online, you know. When you have the availability, you know, at home and everything for to be able to visually see things and interact with it, people are going to gain more than they're listening to podcasts or audiobooks and, and those sorts of things. So I, I expect those those to kind of trend downward mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, yeah. total Ex- Except total for use. our uh, fan base, because they love us so much. Except for yes. ours. And our yes. sultry voices. Nobody's going to listen to us. We'll have to, <laughs> come, we'll have to come out with our own game. <laughs> well, the Thunken Philosopher's game. It's like, we're, we're going to be sitting there one day like, you know, Brandon, this isn't really where I saw us taking off to. <laughs> Go cross-platform, man. <laughs> cross-platform from podcasting to gaming development? <laughs> Jesus. Why not? <laughs> oh, that was cool. I think we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was a pretty broad topic, but we covered a lot of it, so... It was a pretty nice. broad topic. So should, should we... Because we're, now we're, like, not really here. <laughs> I've been drinking, and I've been drinking a little bit. Yeah, I'm pretty buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's... I don't even know where I'm at right now. I still got kids to take care of. Shit. <laughs> so, y'all want to end it on a, like, jump back into it on a, well, that was, we didn't really end it. We just stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I guess what I could, you know, you want me or you or Randy Yeah, I'd do an outro. Well, I'm, I'm loosened up enough to where we can. We want to do a recap? A recap. A, reca- a, recap. a recap would be nice. Yeah. Why don't you give us a recap? Go ahead. Now, now that I've been drinking some, yeah, yeah let's now do that it. you're okay, you don't need to do the intro anymore. Go ahead. <laughs> Why don't you guys split? Why don't you guys split it? All right, because because right. Blake hasn't done any well, of this. I mean, it's it's the same thing that we've uh, been he did doing. The we've last been one. bouncing off each other yeah. so well, anyways. Yeah, it'll work. 
Uh, well, so yeah, uh, just full recap. You just guys, go that was you want a to, very awesome I episode. I feel. I think we all had some uh, very interesting points of view to put in there. Like I said, I I didn't really think about the uh, effects of Uber and self-driving cars having an impact on mobile gaming. Like Brandon brought up. I mean, that's and and he's right. He's not wrong. That's that's an insane thing to start thinking about that they can be start being more of a major impact on the gaming industry just from self-driving cars and uber and everything else involved i mean it's crazy um but i mean overall that was that was really fun to sit here and cover something that has at one point or another you know affected our lives mostly for the positive (laughs) for us (laughs) Um, until, until we get that bill, uh, I mean, it was fun. I mean, gaming has definitely been a, a part of my life that I really love and will continue to, uh, game more now that I'm branching out into the PC world. It's <laughs> turning into like a love so letter to it's, gaming. It's been, it's, mm-hmm. it's been fun. Uh, Blake, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts as we start rounding out this episode? You know, yeah, I kind of like to kind of go over everything that we were doing here. As far as the console wars, we kind of clarified what we were talking about. In general, we are we, we really... Didn't, we didn't work out who's winning the console wars. Who's winning? I don't know. That's that's its own separate discussion in itself. That, that's a very personal thing. Yeah, it depends. you're right. Mm-hmm. Are you talking to a PlayStation a Sony guy? guy? Or are you talking to a PC guy? Are you talking to a Microsoft yeah. guy? It's, it's hard <laughs> to say, but... Um, <laughs> At least we did clarify like the main players involved in the console wars yeah. would be Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony. I mean, and then in addition to that, we tried to cover you know the newest advent to the whole gaming community, which would probably be streaming services and streaming video games, watching people just play video games and uh, making money yeah. too, and making money off of doing it somehow. Like I wish I could like, do that. No joke, like serious money too, not serious like money too, minimum yeah. wage money either. I know, yeah. It's better than a poke in the eye, that's for sure. <laughs> Interesting business model, that's for sure. But, Brandon? Uh, yeah, why don't you kind of hash out anything else you might have remembered from that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked talking about the, the, the kind of technological aspect of it, like what the... You know, as as we really iron out the kinks in the user experience, um, you know, it, it can become really interesting. We didn't really get into like VR at all, which maybe we should have. Uh, maybe we'll come back to a different time. You know, yeah, uh, maybe. It, it, but whenever we do cover it, uh, <laughs> I, I think we could bring in a, a special guest, a, a buddy of ours that's been working on our. Uh, Thunken Philosopher's logo for us, who's also really into gaming and VR. He's got a full setup. Ready Player One. Ready Player Ready One. Ready Player One. Yes. That's what you're thinking so, about. I think we can uh, yeah, bring we... Weddle in on that, because he, he does a lot of VR stuff with his own setup. Because I don't. I mean, I've got the capabilities now, too, but I, I haven't jumped in on that yeah i'm in the same boat i have friends that do it i have my buddy that built my pc with me he uh he has a, just an absolutely yeah. ridiculous setup his tower mind you it's it's like a five foot tall tower <laughs> and then it's about eight feet long <laughs> it's its own little like 50s style computer because it's so huge 
but that's it, it's a modern day thing, and that's how big it is. I wonder how the how VR how much that would is. that cost? He spent more than three thousand dollars <laughs> um, building that. Uh, okay, but, so so that means he gets really good VR porn then. Yeah, this is the this is the only thing he does. Like that's all of his all of his you movies. Know, like you know, it's I just guess his video game stuff. That's awesome. His computer. Like <laughs> he's probably spent more than five k in the past like three years on all of his computer. Like, that's impressive. I, like I can't even, can't even hit on that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's it's truly incredible, and he has like a dedicated room in his house somehow with two children that's specifically used for VR. Like, that's even more impressive. Yeah, I know. Like he somehow is able to kick them out at any point in the <laughs> night and be like, "This is my ten foot square area. Thank you very much. You cannot be in here." Tiny and humans. Yeah, I I don't get it, but yeah. I played a handful of things with him. It's exhausting, by the way, to play in VR. Like I can't, I can't do it for more than thirty or forty-five minutes so, at a time. It's so intensive that I don't think it'll ever take like the majority market share. I don't know? think it would, but it's hard it's to say. It's always got a market for it. There's, though. I mean, and also too, technology I can think... always advance to a point. Like I've heard of omnidirectional treadmills that can like work pretty damn well, and if you have something like that. I mean, aside from worrying about actual physical fatigue from a game, which I don't know how much you'd want to have to worry about that playing a game. That's a good point. Well, my, my fat ass could probably you know, use it, so. You know, <laughs> what I would expect to do better than that, honestly, like in, in uh, like actual use usage, would be, um, oh, what's it called? Well, like things like Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. where... Uh, where you're doing stuff through your phone, but that's where it's it's that's coming it up. So you're playing. That's called with, uh, within the it's real world. AR or augmented reality. Yeah, augmented yeah. reality. Yeah. I think augmented reality is more likely to to like gain real usage think you're right, than too. virtual reality. Yeah. Oh well, thing, but imagine being like able to Pokemon pulse. Go and then the the Harry Potter game, uh, right. Mobile, which I do have. <laughs> it's crazy. I love well, it. Well, well, and imagine like a car driving itself. And you just turn the windshield into a screen, mm-hmm. and play a game where where you know, like it, like in augmented reality. Yeah. How cool could that be? That'd that be would pretty sweet, that could right? be really rad, um, because you have nothing else to do because the car's driving itself or whatever. Yeah. It, those sorts of things, or you have, always have a phone in your pocket. You know, it's making virtual reality more usable. Mm-hmm. You know, because. You're not always at home with your full setup. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. To do that, so why not take it on the road with augmented reality? Mm-hmm. Well, now we did cover that a little bit. I so, guess you're right. so uh, you know, we just the, get the, so excited. Those, those are the aspects of it that I think are the most interesting. Um, you know, we kind of covered the the you know gun violence or mat, you know or mass shootings or, or lack thereof and the connection with video games and I you know I think that was useful information. I think it's a really interesting topic with a lot of elements to you know available to dive into, you know, we could yeah. even go back to this topic a little bit mm-hmm. down the road if we wanted to. Um, oh yeah, I'm and I'm not expecting this to uh, end anytime soon, so we ain't got nothing but time, bud. <laughs> as as long as uh as long as people keep listening, then we'll keep coming up with shit to ramble on about, which yep. I don't mind. All right, yeah. So that was that was a fun episode. We'll like uh, see you next time, and let's uh, end the recording at least now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll Goodbye, everybody. Yeah.
by everybody, I mean mom. 